listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while while we break break it all down. down Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Hangout. Today we are going to be talking about how to enjoy a smoke-free cannabis experience. We know that the stigma, there is a stigma of smoking weed, which I feel like stops people from actually trying cannabis. And we can all probably agree that it does burn your throat or irritate it when you have like respiratory issues, if you're sick. I just feel like inhaling smoke sometimes isn't the best method for all of that and for some people I think it just physically bothers them to inhale their medicine I know we've have a few friends who don't like to smoke and inhale that and they would rather choose other ways of consuming their medicine so today Saba and I we're just going to we're just going to be reviewing um, a few ways to have a smoke-free cannabis experience and how you can partake in that. So I will let Saba start off with our first one. Okay, guys. So today I'm going to hit on the first smoking-free, smoke-free experience, and it's going to be RSO. A lot of people don't know what RSO is because it's going to be more for patients um, with chronic pain, cancer, um, before seizures, does it help with like epilepsy? I don't know that it helps with seizures, but um, I know that like cancer, what it w- is, what it essentially mm-hmm. was found to help. So um, it's a super concentrated cannabis oil that you take orally um, and it has amazing medical benefits. And it was found by a guy named Rick Simpson. He actually stumbled upon it. He had no idea what he was doing with it. And then he... Um, he had a biopsy and found out that he had some cancerous cells on his body. And with that, he was like, okay, I'm going to try putting this oil on and no, this isn't an accurate story of how this all went down, but it's a good um, background. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, put it on and he, or he, I think he took, he ingested it. He didn't put it on, but, um, he found it to be super helpful. So he, RSO became a thing. So how it normally comes, it's, it's in a syringe. And I mean, it's safe to say that half a gram, half a gram, half a grain of rice, sorry, um, is enough to get you like right where you need to be wow. now. So this isn't going to be for just any, any patient. Like this is definitely not my medicine because yeah. it's not something that my body needs. Right. Um, but people, um, again, people, it's great for people with cancer, chronic pain. You can also apply it topically. So, um, at the dispensary, I actually, so this patient had two very terrible, horrible experiences, but he had cancer. He had lung cancer and he had, um, I think like a third degree burn or fourth degree burn. It was pretty, pretty severe. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, so he used RSO for, I think he said, I can't remember the exact timeline, but he used RSO. He opted for RSO versus, um, 
cancer treatment chemo mm-hmm. and it cured his cancer wow. and he did i think he did two grams a day which is high a very high dosage but he did two grams a day that's amazing and i can't remember the timeline but he said yeah he was cancer free and it was he was like it was such a beautiful thing to be able to use natural medicine and he was like of course you have of course you have to consult with your doctor but um it's cool that that that's an option that i feel like many people downplay or don't know much about it's a brave option it's very admirable because it's so out of like the norm the regular way to Mm -hmm. like seek treatment absolutely and the best part about medicine like this is you can make this at home so you know what strains you're using you know what strains work best for your body Mm -hmm. you know the terpene levels that are coming out of these strains or just the terpenes within the strains um and you know just all the things that are going to be beneficial for your body yeah but he so he also used it on his severe burn and so with RSO you can apply it topically and then it's best to put a band-aid over it and he said that he showed me his burn and it was literally like barely there wow. it was crazy like it easily would so have been you can scar. use it for more than just ingesting yes oil. but that's most that's the most common thing so people will if they don't the f- taste isn't great especially mm-hmm. if you're having to do a full gram um so people will put it in their food or drinks and okay. you know um do it that way or they'll you can put it into capsules and people mm. can swallow it that way as well which is probably, probably the, the preferred way yeah I that's what I would I would, I would do that or put yeah. it in my food um but yeah, RSO is a super amazing thing. If you know anybody that's going through chronic pain, um, has cancer, or, you know, just anything severe like that, it's definitely something to research and recommend mm-hmm. because there's so many healing properties to it that I probably haven't even touched on. Um, and it's, I feel like people don't know what RSO is. Yeah. They, just, they see a syringe and they're like, well, what the yeah, hell is that? Yeah, it's kind of weird in the dispensary when you do see that because you're mm-hmm. just like, what is that brown, like dark brown liquid in a syringe? Yeah, people like, look it at looks me crazy. <laughs> crazy when they see that. Uh, it looks drug sure. related. Totally, no, like, for sure. But it's actually like a beautiful healing medicine. Yeah. So Brandon, what is our next? So that kind of um, segues into tinctures. Um, I think, and Saba and I were talking about this a little bit ago, like ingestible oils and tinctures, they're kind of the same thing. They're just different names, but um, they have like, I feel like they have a little bit different uh, properties. So tinctures, they've been one of the most common and popular forms of medicine. So they're a liquid concentrate that's full of plants and beneficial cannabinoids. The tincture is one of those things that comes in like a glass or plastic bottle and you have a dropper with it. Um, you can put it under your tongue. There's lots of different flavors. Um, the one, the main point I think about tinctures is that it enters your bloodstream immediately and it's fast acting. Um, and really they just, it just caters to like your specific medical needs. I mean, just like Savo was saying though, with the RSO, like, I feel like they kind of both go hand in hand, but they just can look a lot different. And there's a lot of different brands. Like my sister, like she uses the, was it the rise and shine? Mm-hmm. One from the Red Dirt Labs. Yeah, she loves that one. Yeah, and like that is like her every morning, every day, even throughout the day, um, kind of just like kind of her natural Adderall maybe, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's kind of – do you have any tinctures that – you like or that you've tried before so i actually got the head rush by flower of life for um my parents and my mom had quite an experience with that one and she didn't use it properly so mm. it's just been sitting so there. explain like why how she didn't use it properly just so people like you know yeah can understand that so i told my mom um 
when taking a tincture, take a little, obviously I always say this, less is more. So she took a little bit, um, well, let me rewind a little bit. So she um, was not feeling good. She has a hurt shoulder and she was helping my grandma with some stuff. And then after she was done, she was like, okay, I'll take this. Not realizing that with any form of medicine that you take, whether it's cannabis, whether it's not cannabis, you always should take it on a full stomach unless Mm. told by your doctor otherwise. Um, and she took it three hours. She'd eaten at 12 and she took it at like three 30. And so she was doing a lot of physical activity, helping my grandma. And so she burned all that food off, not yeah. realizing that it would affect her. And so she takes a tincture and I think she might've taken a little bit more too. Mm. than she was supposed to, and, uh, calls me about almost two and a half hours later, like freaking out. And I'm like, I'm at work, so I can't answer. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm dying. I was like, what? Oh, goodness. She's like, I'm dying. And I was like, what do you mean you're dying? And she was like, um, I took that medicine you gave me. And I don't know what's happening. I'm dying. I'm sinking. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Mom, you're just – Obviously, I didn't want to tell her she was high because my mom was quite religious. And just the word high just sounds really bad. Yeah. And if I said sure. medicated, she would be like, I'm not medicated. This is not what medication yeah. feels like. So parents are hard sometimes. I know. I had to be very mindful of my words. I was like, you're good. I was like, you're fine. And of course, my dad and my grandma both go into panic mode too. So they're giving her anxiety, which is of course making her trip harder. Mm-hmm. And she's just having a very bad experience. But if had she used this in the right way, she would have not felt felt like that, right. like how Blakely does. And yeah. with all medicine, you just, especially tincture, you just have to find your dosage mm-hmm. and you have to know what dosage Start is low. best for you. Mm-hmm. Start low and then work up. Um, but yeah, I also don't eat cannabis, any forms of cannabis or intake on an empty stomach because that will be for yeah. a bad experience. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so with that, we're going to go into my favorite dabbing. Um, dun, dun, dun. so y'all know I love dabs. I've gotten into them a lot more recently, heavily for a couple months there, but I've kind of tapered back. They're very popular and they're very flavorful. Um, I love dabs because it's less of a process. So anytime I'm smoking, especially with friends, it's always like smoking a joint or, you know, um, a blunt. And it's wonderful. Like the experience. Kind of like a social thing. It's definitely a social thing, but it takes some forever for me to get where I need to be. Sometimes if there's a lot of people, I don't even get anything. So with dabs, it's nice. Um, dabs are more so like for at home, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, it's nice because I don't have to smoke a whole bowl to get where I need to be or smoke a whole joint to get where I need to be. And then like my throat's hurting, my chest is hurting, it's irritating, you know, all just all the things that come with it. Um, so it's nice because it's minimal. So I probably would account for taking a dab for like a minute and a half to two minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's, it, I feel like it's more of like a, I don't, I, you could say a little bit of a cleaner experience. It definitely yes, feels like I, to me. I'm not, I'm not a huge dabber, but the times I have, like, I, I think I've used the um, Sunday Extracts brand yeah. and it's so clean and it's mm-hmm. very light mm-hmm. and like so tasty, Yeah, but it kind of puts you like where Down, you yeah. need to be though. For I feel sure. like without having to like take several hits off of a pipe or something mm-hmm. like that. That's, and that is the nice thing. Um, you can control how much of a dab you take. So you could put like a little tiny baby dab on your um, tool and that would be enough. And another thing is it lasts for, if you get quality dabs, it'll last for a couple of hours. So I remember um, one of my first dabs, three little birds. I, that freaking 
dab was awesome that their company so they're out of more um really awesome guys but three little birds um blue dream it was and i took it at hunter's house mm-hmm. and it was i remember taking like hunter gave me a like not a huge dab and my hot like i was stoned for like four yeah. hours like four hours before i had to smoke again which not all dabs are going to do that but if they're really good quality and they're made very well mm-hmm. um they will do that so um they're just they're super awesome they're time efficient they're clean they look very sketchy yes because it you're yeah, there's so, a lot of utensils involved yeah so that's that's actually what i was going to hit on next so there's many different methods of smoking dabs i have friends who have dab pens so you know you put the dab in there it'll heat up and you just hit it like a normal like mm-hmm. vape um there's the water pipe tool where you have i mean you can use a bong you can actually get like a dab rig um and you just put a banger is what it's called the little glass piece that you put the dab in um so there's the water pipe and then there's glass tools so like i a nectar collector is what you call them and that's what i have right yeah that's what brand super easy super easy definitely what i would recommend for beginners um just because you can kind of gauge how to take a dab and really teach yourself mm-hmm. about concentrates and then when you're ready to level up you can get a dab break you feel like, like you know what you're doing you have absolutely control. um and yeah with dabs you definitely want to have control because if you take a dab too hot it'll burn your insides and if you take a dab too cold then you've just wasted the dab um and so you heat aside for the um vape pin that you can dab out of um you heat both the pipe and or the glass tool and the um water pipe with a butane torch and you have to hold it on there for a little bit and then you have to set a timer to wait for it to cool down because again you don't want to take a hot dab it's kind of like a process to research too I think absolutely and to. that leads me to say this is definitely not for a first time user it's not even for a second or third time mm-hmm. user dabs are for the a little bit more advanced smokers yeah. so maybe like after six or seven months if you feel comfortable take a dab um, yeah. but it's not something that I would recommend for first time patients first time right. users because it is such a strong high and it will make you cough yeah and it it really can take you from zero to 100 within like less than a second it's crazy would you say it's like similar like the same idea as like a gravity bong yes yeah yes that's helped me like i remember like back in the day whenever i used to hit out of a gravity bong it was like obviously sketchy looking and stuff but like and i'd have to go outside every single time (laughs) afterwards because i felt like i needed fresh air i felt like i couldn't like breathe in the house i was in like i would be like gasping for it but like body gets really hot my body once whenever i was sick and like nauseous and had thrown up I had taken um, like a gravity bong hit and it was honestly what settled my stomach and like allowed me to like eat after that, which I was blown away because I was super like, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Like I'm good, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I was encouraged and it, I was actually really happy I did. So yeah, that's definitely a good, a good high to experience that too, Mm -hmm. because it's definitely very similar. Um, But yeah, I mean, another thing about dabs is you don't like, I hit on that. You don't have to use as much, which is nice because they can be very cost efficient. Mm -hmm. And when purchasing cannabis, I like to think of cost efficiency, especially since I, I do have a higher tolerance, but um, yeah. So, I mean, dabs can range anywhere between, if there's a deal 30 to a hundred, if they're crazy. But, um, again, if you're getting good brands and doing research on, you know, what they use their extraction process, you will have to use less concentrate to get where you need to be. Got so. it. 
dabs. Um, and so the next thing, y'all, would be edibles. Um, edibles, I know that everyone's probably very familiar with them. They're cannabis-infused food and drink. I think edibles are becoming, like, really more popular just because of, like, the easiness of them. They're really discreet. You can carry them in your purse. They don't smell. Mm -hmm. Like, wherever you're at, you can use them, and they're just hassle-free in general and just really convenient. But they do take longer to kick in because of their digestive process, and um, you can really infuse infuse anything that, you know, calls for something with butter or oil. Um, I personally haven't got to do that yet, but I think that's like on our list that we're wanting to try out here soon. Um, but there's lots of dispensaries that have so many options of edibles and whatnot. Um, Saba, what's some of your favorite edibles right now? So I've been heavily on a one-to-one kick. So I love a good CBD THC blend. If you guys have never had it, please try it. It's an explosion in your body. Um, and I've really been... Like, since you, your bad edible experience, I've been yeah. eating the Nature's Key one-to-one. The, um, yeah. <laughs> like, so consistently. Those, and then if I'm going, like, out with you guys mm-hmm. and I'm not, like, drinking, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do um, Sublime Caramel Truth through and through. The 100 milligram, break it into 50. Yeah. It's such a good time. And I'm in such a good, happy headspace. Like, mm-hmm. it's never it's never treated me wrong. And I've probably been eating that since April. So yeah, cheap chews are like one of my favorites just because they're, I don't know, you can put them in your coffee. I like to eat the chocolate ones, the indica ones, like when I get home from work before bed, they really kick in. Or just in the morning, it's like a good like buzz, like you're just kind of cruising through. But um, those are a few of our favorite edible brands right now. But with edibles too, and with anything like with when you're ingesting something, you got to be patient. Um, you can also find your edibles through ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> okay. Nice cream. Options. Yeah. So many good. So options. freaking good. Um, just so you know, okay. Ice cream. They sell these ice cream bars that are like what? 50 milligrams. I think it's yeah. 15 milligrams, but they hit so hard yeah. and they're so good. Delicious. They're you would so have good. no idea that any THC or anything was in them, but there's drinks, there's brownies, there's gummies. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, so if you go to the right dispensary, then it might be like a little one-stop shop where you can have a variety. Yeah. Um, but There's also, um, with edibles, you can find ones that you can take sublingually. So like when you hard candies, like mm-hmm. those one-to-ones you love brand. Yes. You just literally, you suck on it. Glossage. Um, yeah. And, or like a drink, or there's these um, gummies called Easy Street. I remember when mm-hmm. I bought them, I bit into it, and I was like, this is gross, the texture. It turns out you're actually supposed to eat it sublingually, so it's supposed to sit in your okay. underneath your tongue for just until it melts. And so something like that's going to kick in a lot faster because it's not having to digest than something like um, an actual like gummy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, another Edibles are just nice to time. The other night I took an edible after I, like, literally I got sat in my car, took my edible, and it was an hour drive home. By the time I was home, I was like, what's what's happening? And then I was good for the rest of the night. Didn't have yeah. to smoke. Didn't touch my pen. Nothing. That's nice. It was so nice. I appreciate that about edibles and just, like, for, like, the social scene, too. Like, if yeah. you're going out and about, edibles are so great to, like. They're amazing. Eat or eat before you go yeah. eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just, it just sets you up for a really awesome experience and to indulge. Totally. So I'm going to take it off and hit on vaporizing. So vaporizing is probably my second favorite after dabbing. Um, 
vaporizing. So we have at home, I have this really cool vaporizer um, and a, a volcano. That's what it is, a volcano. And it's so cool because you just put um, bud in there and it vaporizes it's it like all. like actual flower into yeah, like a Yeah, you put actual hole. flower into like this little piece and then you attach this um, bag onto it. And so you hit the button, you set the temperature and the bag will fill with the flower. It is the cleanest experience Ever. It's mm. cleaner than it's like the cleanest smoking experience, I would say. And they sell these tools and some dispensaries in some dispensaries. So a volcano is going to be a little bit more pricier than um, another vaporizer. It is like very good quality um, and something like that's going to range in like the five or six hundred area. But there are vaporizers like I know a bunch of friends have these packs and they're just like these little portable vaporizers. You put flour in there and you can just hit it. And it's you, like a pin. There's pins like that, too. Right. Yeah. There's pins like that, too. I don't find those to work as well, mm -hmm. but I also have not actively searched for one because mm -hmm. I just have my vape pen, actual mm -hmm. vape pen. But um, those are really nice because if you are a flower person and you don't like to, you know, smoke out of pipes or joints or whatever, it is really an enjoyable and clean experience. And you can take a little vaporizer wherever you go. I mm -hmm. actually know people that do that and that's all that they like to smoke nice. out of. Um, they'll do edibles and stuff, but as far as flour, like they only vape it. Mm -hmm. I actually have a lot of patients at the dispensary who will only vape their flour too. And some of them, Vape versus, um, vape versus lighting. Vape versus lighting, yeah. And they just find it to be, that's like all they'll do because they don't want to harm their body. All of those patients are actually a lot older, too. Yeah. And they want to spend the money in vaporizing because they, you know, they've been smoking all their, all their life or their, you know, their body's just a little bit older. And or they rather not smoke it. Yeah. And they just don't like they just don't want to have to cough and just build up in mm -hmm. their body. Um, and it honestly, the taste, the taste is always there. You always taste a flower. Yeah. You Sometimes I taste it more than like I loading agree. a bowl. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what because, I mean? Well, yeah. And bo the bowls have like all the buildup and stuff. Right. Like, I mean, I'm not going to clean out right. my bowl You get every the single yummy time. terpenes from. Oh yeah. It's that. so awesome. And I feel like it's like the highest cleaner, which yeah. is like, how can high be clean? But like it can, it just more like. I feel clear headed high versus like sometimes with dabs, I'll get a little bit foggy or mm -hmm. like with a joint and stuff because I just, I don't know if it's like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just feel a little bit more foggier, but with the vaporizing, it's always just like a clean head high, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, I would, the next thing you guys would be topicals. Um, we love topicals and topicals are, they're infused lotions or salves they're bombs that, you apply directly to your skin. Um, they're great for pain, soreness, inflammation, any kind of rash that you have going on. And even like, you know, psoriasis. Like I know people mm -hmm. struggle with psoriasis. Yeah. My dad, my, my dad does. Um, what were you going to say? Something? I was going to say my dad uses it for psoriasis. That's so great. Yeah, I've used it for um, like under my armpit before whenever I've had like um, a rash my skin had been really irritated because I was using a deodorant that wasn't working for me well. And it was actually really causing more harm than good due to all of like the toxins, parabens and chemicals that were in it. And a salve that I used was like the like kind of as a deodorant, like I would lather my armpit with it. And within a few days, like the painfulness, the inflammation, the redness, the rash, like all went away. And like, I was honestly just blown away because I was like, wow, this is like the only thing that worked. And I was like, trying 
so many different deodorants. I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms, but anyways, it was so good for that. Um, and it just treats what you need without like the psychoactive effects, mm-hmm. you know, this yeah. is like a good, just a good topical, like the uh, Mr. Max, like their yeah. THC, their lotion mm-hmm. is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I've put it on my whole like lower back before and it, I've, I have felt that almost immediately. I actually need to go buy some of that. Oklahoma Medicine is another really good one. They do, so they use all natural stuff. Um, they use essential oils in theirs, and so they have a eucalyptus and a lavender. That's awesome. And it is, it is, like, I swear by that stuff. My family it's a salve. uses it. Or, yeah, it's okay. a salve. Um, my family uses it. It's so good for so many things. Mm-hmm. My back's constantly hurting. I'll put it under my feet if I'm going out for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, like, if and I'm wearing heels yeah. so my feet don't hurt, or if I'm, no, I'm wearing painful shoes, um, Anytime I'm cramping, if it's my menstrual cycle, I'll rub it on versus taking um, Advil. It's mm-hmm. it's so it's a one to one. So it's two fifty. Um, I think it's two fifty of of CBD and THC, or it's five hundred. I don't know, but it's a very higher dosage. But it is like phenomenal and it's i mean again the psychoactive effect is a big thing. So mm-hmm. for patients who are like, I don't want anything like that, it's perfect for them yeah like if you want to apply it to your knee or like your foot mm-hmm. your elbow your shoulder your neck like mm-hmm. you know i know people who apply it to the back of their neck and like on the base of their school to like yeah. help with um their headaches and migraines and just you know tension so i don't know we the, love our topicals we do love our topicals honestly all everything that we've hit on today aside for like rso um and a little bit of tincture mm-hmm. this is stuff we use on a daily basis that we've implemented and it's so nice to have an outlet where I don't always have to smoke like today was my first day to hit a pipe in probably three or four days because mm-hmm. I've just been eating edibles I've been under the weather weather because the allergies are so crazy and I just anytime I've tried to hit the pin or anything it's just been so irritating so I've been eating edibles yeah and it's been so nice that I've been able to medicate and still, exactly and still do my thing and still be yeah. functioning and like my body's still feeling good but I'm like not having to smoke yeah it's so awesome it's such a beautiful thing yeah, and it's really thankful for like all the different ways it's not just like cannabis flower that you use mm-hmm. only that you smoke you get to have a smoke-free cannabis experience in many other ways so yeah shout out to all the brands every processor grower in oklahoma doing just very cool things to keep all their patients medicated yeah. and feeling good Well, guys, this will conclude our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you soon. Stay tuned for next week's episode. (laughs) Stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.